Superhumanize. Accelerated evolution. Holistic health considers multidimensional aspects of wellness. To truly achieve optimal wellness in the physical, mental, and spiritual sense, we need to view and support the body as the incredible system it is. My guest today is Philipp Samuel von Holzendorf-Fehling, a coach, conscious entrepreneur, and energy healer. In our conversation, we will dive into the fascinating world of quantum energy and frequencies. While having a successful international business career, Philip started to see and work through blockages that prevented him from connecting with his true self. At the same time, he began to perceive energy fields, subsequently putting him on the path of becoming a conscious entrepreneur and going through two decades of training in shamanic and other energy healing practices. He left the international corporate world and today is the co-founder of Leila Quantum Tech, which offers technology that harnesses the healing power of quantum energy. Philip says that energetic abundance is what stands behind all existence. His mission is to help others free their potential and to provide access to the technology that can act as a bridge for humans on the path to fully unlocking the access to our consciousness. summer and I have passionately dedicated the last 12 years of my life to creating the ultimate human experience mentally, physically and spiritually based on the most powerful ancient teachings and cutting edge modern discoveries and technologies. The Superhumanized podcast is a show committed to sharing what I have learned from the world's leading experts in order to help you achieve your full potential and create your best life ever. You're a pioneer in frequency medicine, and part of your life was a successful international business career. Amongst other, you were the VP of T-Mobile for many years. What was your path to becoming a conscious entrepreneur and an energy healer? Yeah, great first question. So basically, two of my path and of my being, if you will, came together, really. And one was my life as the corporate executive, I had worked for little startups, mid-sized companies, but also really giant companies up to being on the board. And that's a world where you're very rational, very efficient, you need to get stuff done. And that's, you know, I'm pretty good at that. But I realized relatively quickly, that's really not who I am. It's a role that I play and I can play that role very well but it's not my core, my essence, if you will. So in the beginning of 2000s, 2001, 2002, I think I really got into what's more meditation, yoga. I started reading about energy work and what's behind all of that. I got really curious and interested. So I started doing, going into workshops to learn more about that and spend my time besides my business and developing myself, if you will. Then I met my wife in 2005, and she was born with the ability to see aura, and she never lost this conscious connection of who she really is, uh, which is very way different to what happened to me and to most everyone, really, that we 
really don't remember what's behind the physical. And so that helped me quite a bit to actually get even more into that and learn more. And yeah, so I've gone through shamanic workshops and got trained in past life regression work and all those things and tools I use to actually work on my own blockages. But that was the main reason, you know, because I wanted to develop. And then I was like, I would actually also learn how to do it, not to have that be my full-time job, but I was just so interested in it. Yeah, I learned that and I got to know some of the most amazing healers through that journey, frankly. And we can uh, get into some of those if that's of any interest. But that was really the other part. And then in 2016, really, this all came together while the stretch was too big between playing that role and, and being who I really am. Because in the corporate world, at that time, at least, you couldn't really be that, talk about that, and didn't really have a place. So as of 2016, I only started following what's my calling and what's in my heart. And yeah, I've been working from there. I think what's really interesting to mention is that you and I share something. We're both German born. And something that's interesting to know about the German culture, which is a great culture in many respects, but something that's always been at the forefront of my mind is that we're not aside from certain pockets, but in general, we're not necessarily a culture that's very much connected to spirit, at least in these times right now. So how was actually the transition for you coming from that background and then also in the U.S. working in this corporate environment? How was this transition? And I think also at some point you yourself started to see energy fields how was that from one day to another or was it gradual? Did you actually have to let go of some of your own preconceived notions and conditioning? Yeah. All right. A lot to unpack. So on one level on this you know, business level, if you will, the transition from Germany to the US was difficult in a sense because Germans are extremely efficient and they're very like open and transparent. So if someone, if one of your employees is doing something wrong, you're telling them it's wrong and you're not meaning that in a, in a bad way. It's just this needs to be redone. But Americans have the tendency to be offended by that uh, right away. And so you, you need to learn how to say, well, this is amazing. This is all great. There's just one area that we can improve. And then that's just one example. And there's certain different examples that obviously you need to learn on a cultural level. Thankfully, I had been in the 90s in the US already, so it wasn't that Tough for me, it's something really that you needed to watch out for. On the spiritual level or energetic level, yeah, on one hand, I, I, I definitely agree Germans, maybe in general, are not that open. In, in America, America is bigger, so you find more people that are th that open. But then there's also a lot of spirituality that is like surface spirituality. That's how I call it. It's not the real deal. It doesn't go very deep. And so some of the folks in Germany that if they do something, they go very deep usually. But again, we can't generalize because there's, you find everything everywhere. So I try to not put people in drawers or pockets, but yeah, those are some of the differences. And yeah, from, a, from an energetic standpoint, what I liked being here in the US was that I felt I had more space and more space to develop myself. 
where I found it a little bit harder to do that in Germany, just because energetically it, it just feels more tight there. And so that was an interesting aspect. So I think my efforts here led to results quicker, which leads me to the last question you had. Okay, when did you start seeing energy fields and how was that? No, it was not for me. Okay, I woke up one morning and I suddenly could do it all. As a matter of fact, it was a struggle in the beginning. In the first several years, I knew I was on the right path. I knew all these things are the right thing and I'm getting deeper to my core, but I, I couldn't see. Even if I was, when I was in these workshops with other people, all those other participants usually would see all everything like, and, and I'm like, and I see nothing. And, and I got really frustrated with myself until I let go of that. And until I realized, first of all, it's a great experience if you can trust a knowing and follow that without seeing it very clearly. You're somewhat blind still, but you're still following it. You're still following your heart. And also it, it led me to understand how it is for most people because most people can't see energy. However, then I learned also that perception, energy perception is very different from person to person. Mm -hmm. So some people hear things, some people see things, some people feel things, other people know things, and it's different. So we shouldn't want to see it in a certain way. We need to open up and maybe let go of our desire to see it in a certain way. And then it comes to you. And it came to me also. I just kept going with everything. And, and at some point... I reached this cliff, if you will. And suddenly when I worked with clients, so before when I worked with clients, I knew what I needed to do, but I couldn't really see it clearly. Now, if I work with someone, I can see it all. And it's and the good thing is I don't see anything like when I don't work with someone because I, I don't want to, I don't need to, it's not my business. So it's completely shut up. But if someone asks me for help, then I can tune in and then I see exactly what I need to see. And so it's definitely possible. It's possible for everyone. It's not that I'm specially gifted or so. It's just, you can definitely get there. And I'm curious with regard to actually perceiving these energy fields, how does it manifest for you personally? It depends on what it is, right? If it's locations, for example, when I'm here on our land, then I feel like I'm totally expanded and the, the energy is just so broad and there's there's no struggle. But if you start going into cities, Miami, New York City, LA, also, you can get to certain places where you instantly feel there's some stuff that that comes at you. And without even looking, I notice that then. And then you just have to expand yourself a little bit more just to not get hit by some of those energies that start to tighten your system. That's that. With people, it's Literally, I just connect and I know, and it's a seeing, but it's not a seeing with the physical eyes. It's just as if within me, I'm being shown the certain aspects or, or things. It's very hard to describe how I experience that. That's the best way to say it. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Philip. And there's actually a follow-up question I have with regard to what you just uh, said about cities. I, I share that feeling with you. And also as a healer, as a coach, for you working with individual people, how do you make sure that um, seeing, connecting with sensing an energy field of someone or a place does not affect your own inner 
balance? How do you personally take care of that? Yeah, that's actually a good point. It happens to many people that they get drained while they help mm-hmm. others. That's always a sign though that so if you think of yourself as a glass of water that's full and then you're working with someone and, and, and helping that person, if you're only taking from your own water you have here and giving it to someone else, then your glass empties. What you want to do is you want to be connected, really connected so that basically the energy just flows through and you can you have infinite energy available and then your glass never gets empty while you're filling up someone else's glass. That's how it works. You are connected at the same time. You may want to just set up some protection. I'm, I'm not really big in protecting or shutting things off or building walls. That's not what I mean by that. It's rather something go in your heart, expand your heart way above all of your energy bodies and then connect because then you're in yourself very present and then nothing can bother you actually. So do I understand correctly that when you mean talk about the connecting and also the expansion to basically plug into the infinite source that is around us at all times? Pretty much. Yeah, that's how you can call it. And you could also call it your higher self. I, I try to not always stick with just one word because indeed it can be the infinite. For some people, it really is the higher self. For other people, it's their own heaven. Other people may use guides that they connect with. I like to go straight to the source, but there are different ways on how you can achieve the same thing. Mm -hmm. What I'm really fascinated by is your adventures that you built after being in the corporate world and the ventures that actually reflect who you are, your deepest truth. You founded Lila Lab and Lila Quantum Tech. And what you do is you're focused on further developing and sharing the power of quantum energy. And now for those in our audience who are not really acquainted with the terms, quantum energy and frequencies have been mentioned throughout the ages by many healers and also beings that have been referred to as enlightened and mentioned in quantum physics. And some people may recall Nikola Tesla also working on this. Can you please explain what quantum energy is, Philip? Yes. And that's really where I spend almost all my time. I still work with clients every now and then, but it's become very rare. Sometimes I really would like to do more of that, but it's just so much that is on my plate. That's that's Mm -hmm. why I really focus on the frequency medicine and quantum energy. So the quantum energy you can have millions of different definitions. And what we're talking about here is not quantum mechanics. The quantum energy that that we talk about and that we also offer with our technology is the energy behind the matter. And it's the same energy, even though it's hard to understand for the brain, it's the same energy that we have in each cell has a quantum energy field. And that's also how the cells instantly and constantly communicate. That's that. And we think of ourselves often as matter of this physical body, but then we realize, okay, so what is that body made of? Oh, a lot of water. That's already a stretch for the brain. We're so much water. That's okay. We know it. We've heard it. We learned it in school, but it's still difficult. But the same thing applies for the energy because we're actually rather 99% space (laughs) than anything else. And that's also hard to understand, but that's the reality. So we really are energy and frequency. We're energy beings. 
in a physical body and the physical body is energy as well. And if we understand that, or at least just allow that, we don't have to understand it at first. I think we're a big step further. Mm-hmm. And you have actually developed a few different devices and products. And the ones that jumped out at me are the infinity block and the quantum block. Can you tell our audience about how they work and what someone that uses them can expect? Yes. So that is literally the extension of our technology, which we make available to everyone. Because we didn't really want to follow an old world business model where, oh, you invent something that no one else has, and then you keep it for yourself and you just leverage it for yourself. We wanted to give it to everyone or make at least make it available to everyone. So in a way, you can become quantum energy independent with that. So what are these quantum blocks and infinity blocks? So the quantum block, we have anyone watching, looks like this here. It has two plates, one on the bottom, one on the top. The infinity block is the bigger brother, if you will. It has three plates on the top, three plates on the bottom. These plates are charged in a specific way and also aligned in a specific way that they concentrate a pure quantum energy field inside the place. Pure is very important because of the fact that there are or have been attempts out there by, by other people to use a little bit of pure quantum energy, but then amplify it with magnetic brute force or with electric, electric brute force both of which are actually detrimental to quantum energy field because it destabilizes it constantly, like literally multiple times a second, it's being destabilized. And it, it's as if someone were to hit me in the back and then doing that like a hundred times a second. That's how that how it is for that quantum energy field. And then it actually puts energetic distress on whoever is close to it. You still will get some benefits of the quantum energy, but it has negative effects as well. So we were the first ones that were able to develop this concentrated field without any brute force. And that's why it's so harmonious with uh, human cells. So how do you actually create pure quantum energy versus relying on magnetic or electrical forces to amplify? Yeah. So now we're getting into the only area that's really proprietary where we can't share the details, but it was a long process of multiple months that once we knew what we're creating, we had a lot of testing, scientific testing. So we worked with scientists, but we also worked with, with Roman Hafner together mainly on this. Roman Hafner is probably one of the top five healers in the world with very granular viewing. Like he can literally see each and every frequency on a very granular level, which is fascinating. In your room, I could now ask you to go, can you go to that blue pillow and pick it up and, and put it in a different room? Very easy for you to do. If I told you now there's a vitamin C frequency somewhere around you, can you please pick that, isolate it, extract it, and then put it elsewhere? Then energetically, it'd be a very hard task. And, but for him, it's like going into your room and seeing the matter because that's how he sees everything. And with him, we probably cut our development time by 10 years, uh, I would say. So, so that was very helpful. It was a combination of different, different powers and knowledge that we leveraged for that. 
Now, what can you do with it was your question. The first, the very first thing is it's super simple to use. So even a five or six year old can use it with no problem. And so that's really the first thing. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to read big manuals, even though there's a lot to learn because there's so much you can do with it. It's very simple. First thing, you can put it in your home, in your office, in your ranch, whatever, and don't do anything with it. And it already works because uh, it not only has a very concentrated field in besides the plate, in, inside the plates, it has a field around the device as well. And that has a radius of 145 feet with the quantum block and at minimum one kilometer with the infinity block. So that's a pretty big radius. So it's not as concentrated as inside the plates, but it's still a very visible and knowledgeable field. And what it does, it neutralizes all harmful and destructive frequencies that are in that radius. And EMF is one of those. So EMF is, there's so many more frequencies. We know what EMF is, electromagnetic fields from Wi-Fi, microwaves, 5G, 4G, et cetera. And it doesn't block these electromagnetic fields, but it harmonizes them. And now you're like, oh, well, that guy's just talking. You can't harmonize that. And how do you even measure that? We got the answers for that because we have done, or other people, I must say, doctors and institutes all over the world have done tests and studies with our technology. And each and every time you can measure the impact on the human body or even on plants or animals with Wi-Fi and without Wi-Fi. So up to the point that even randomized sham controlled double blind studies were done that proved that in 100% of the cases, stage one and stage two of blood clotting was able to be reversed, that any effects that are visible in the blood of EMF were able to be reversed all in just 10 minutes, by the way. So that's very quick. And yeah, it's, it's, in a nutshell, you could summarize this first use case as having it sit in your home or office as it does energetic feng shui for you and it takes care of the EMF. That's the first thing. The second thing you can do with it is you can charge any object with quantum energy. And especially if you use metals like your silverware, for example, or your plates, plates are not metal, but plates still hold quantum energy. You can charge them. You can you take a ring, you can take a Rolex watch or whatever you want, and you can upgrade it energetically. And it's visible. And anyone that can see energy sees that. And even people that can't see energy, they will tell you, wow, this ring looks more beautiful than before. And they can, they don't really know where that comes from, but it comes from the higher vibration uh, because you're adding higher and finer vibration to the metal and it radiates and transmits that out. So there's literally a small quantum energy field, uh, bless you. Thank you. Uh, around this ring, for example. And so that's what you can do with it. So you literally can make products with it. Like we do that too. And then you can put water in there, beverages, groceries, raspberries, strawberries, nuts, whatever you want to put in and charge those. And so why would you do that? Because also some of those groceries, and especially in today's world, they have 
some negative or harmful frequencies within them, whether they come from herbicides or pesticides or from other things, from even radiation and stuff like that. So you can neutralize those as well by putting them into the technology. It's also been verified. Yeah. And I'm so glad you're bringing up the verifying of this because as a biohacker, I love when I can measure things. I love to know when results are quantifiable. And I'm sure there's also some people amongst the audience who would be like, oh, wow, this sounds super interesting, but it also sounds woo-woo because they don't have a concept of anything outside a very mechanistic worldview, which is what most of us have been raised with. And so so you spoke about, for example, the, the e EMF or other things that can get calibrated with this. What are some other effects on the physical body that we can expect when we use these blocks? Yeah. So measurably, really in 100% of the cases, you can improve your blood, mm -hmm. which is, that's our physical essence, if you will that runs through our body at all times, you can do that. You um, can improve your heart rate variability also measurably. Uh, so basically your autonomic nervous system gets more into balance when you're around that energy, which is no surprise, frankly, because what puts us out of balance is really the stressors that we're exposed to, whether that is EMF or bad food or anything else. And that just helps put that into balance again they have go ahead no please yeah and and there have been uh, multiple other tests so for example the the biowell is another tool that you can use to actually visualize how your energetic state currently is uh, even it can measure the state of the various chakras if people have heard of that your energy level in general and yeah, we've seen some pretty significant improvements when it was measured with that. There's a general increase in energy usually that people feel because it's really as if you're providing your cells with, with more energy. It's as if you're running through the desert and you get really thirsty. And at some point, someone gives you some really good water to drink that charges you up. And energetically, it's the same thing. I've also read that you can place the picture of someone inside one of these quantum blocks and that it will have a beneficial effect for them. Now, that, of course, for many people sounds magical, miraculous. Can you please explain how this works, Philip? Yes, of course. That's certainly the deepest woo-woo of this technology now, but it's not only possible, it works every time. And it also has been verified and studied. And I get it. Had you told me this like 15 years ago, I would have said, no way, this guy's talking crap. But that's why we, very early on, we focused on working with institutes um, and doctor's offices to prove that these things work because we know it's hard for people to understand. And I get that. So you can literally put a piece of a DNA inside or a picture. It doesn't really matter. We always recommend a picture though. And then no matter where that person is, could, that person can be 10,000 miles away, they will get this energy uh, as a supporting energy field and can leverage that energy. Now, it's not overreaching, frankly, because it's a neutral quantum energy field. If you started to 
like energetically, for example, I would never work with anybody without their full consent and knowledge. You just shouldn't do that. No true healer would ever do that because it's overreaching. Now with a quantum energy, let's say you have someone that is currently in a coma and you can't talk to them and ask, can I put your picture in? It's something you can do because it's not overreaching in that sense, because the soul always has the opportunity to just not leverage it and not use it. But at the same time, you can make a decision to leverage that energy. And so you can measure that, frankly. So if I put the picture of our dog or a friend in right now, you could measure it actually in the blood, (laughs) the difference. You can see that life, actually. You can see it under a dark field microscope, life, how the blood cells change because of the energy that is being provided. You could also do tests with uh, an EEG, for example, where you can measure the brain waves and that they uh, balance out and, and harmonize and things like that. And most importantly, actually, with that is that most people actually feel that as, as an energy boost, or it's, it's sometimes hard to explain, but, but people do feel that. And, and that is quite interesting. Mm. So two questions. If I sent you the picture of a friend who is very ill right now, and of course, they also would consent and would want to leverage that energy, and you did place it into one of the quantum blocks at a specific time, and we'd let them know about it, they would actually sense a difference? Again, sensing is something that isn't available to everybody in the same way, because If someone is very blocked, they're not going to sense anything, but they're also not sensing many other things, frankly. So it still works, right? Because it, it doesn't matter if you're sensing it, it still works every time. But it could very well be that they sense it or that there is certain events that are happening where they realize, wow, something now has shifted. Obviously, we want to be mindful because we're not our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, or prevent any disease, obviously. And we're not talking about any specific disease that can be healed. But what happens is that your self-healing powers literally get activated through that. And you become an additional tool. You get an additional tool that you can use in order to get over certain things. It, It does not overwrite a soul plan. It it cannot do that. And it also shouldn't do that, frankly. And it also cannot be used for manipulative purposes. And also, by the way, it can also not be used for quote unquote negative purposes. Negative is a bad word because I like to not categorize the negative positive, but let's say you wanted to harm someone or like people know the, the, the term voodoo, right? These things, you, you can try it. It's not going to work. It's not going to work because it's like a, it just, it's even, it, all, it neutralizes that instantly. If you put a fear frequency in there, for example, it neutralizes, it's done. There's nothing you can do with it. However, if you put something that's consciousness or life supportive in there as a frequency, it even gets amplified. Which actually leads me to my second question. And that is, so let's say we place a picture of somebody who is in need of healing and willing to also do this. How sustainable or how cumulative is this? Is this a one-time thing? Does it have to be done on a reoccurring uh, basis? How does it work? Everyone is individual and everyone uh, is in a unique situation with a unique story. So it cannot be generalized. It really depends. But in general, 
certain things can be transformed already very quickly. However, having that field available more often than not is always a good idea because so if you change your blood and optimize your blood to, to the better, at some point it's going to get to a different state again, to a worse state. If you're not in a very high consciousness field, basically that's what it is, high consciousness, quantum energy field, what, whatever it is, because you, you continue to be exposed to EMF and, and possibly an unhealthy lifestyle, et cetera. So there's one thing though, and, and that I want to tell people, like you don't need, in theory, anything of our technology or anyone else's technology, nor anything, frankly, because with your own consciousness, you are able to do all of these things, everything. You don't need any tools. The problem though, is that we have not, the majority has not unlocked enough of their own consciousness in order to do these things uh, consciously. And that's why you can use tools actually to bridge that until you are able to. So mm -hmm. for people, like, I don't know how many healers we have in our network. And I'm not talking about the network that helps us develop the products, but really in our, as our customer base, they're using these products because so many, we have hundreds of healers across the globe that are using the products because they can amplify their own work. They can amplify their own path. and that is really what it is about. And so they still can do a whole lot with their own consciousness already because they, they can usually see energy. They can already help other people. But then there are certain things that they don't need to take care of anymore because the device can do it for them. So it becomes like a little helper, if you will. And that's how I would define it. But really know that you can build all that out more and more and then rely more and more on your own inner power. And that's also what we try to do and always really tell people. It's all about your inner power. Yes, absolutely. I like that very much. What also interests me is, Philip, can you tell us about some of the obstacles you may have encountered uh, on when you started your new endeavor, your new path, and how you overcame them? Yes, thankfully, there weren't so many, uh, just because relatively rapidly, the people that can see energies, as well as the institutes and doctor's offices that tested the products, those were the ones that started to use them right away, and then also tell other people so that there was a lot of word of mouth in the beginning. But we certainly realized that there's the majority of the people out there that has a much harder time with that. And that's, I think that's the biggest challenge if you want to call it that. However, I love that challenge because if someone comes to me and says, yeah, this can't work, you don't plug it into the wall. First of all, I, I don't need to engage with that because it's totally okay. We don't need to offer this to everyone and not everyone needs to use it. So that's the very first thing. But if someone is truly curious then certainly a new world can open up for them. And we're happy to share then all of the studies and also maybe the analogies and then have people try it also. And But that is probably the biggest challenge, if you will. But really, it's a fun challenge. And it is part of the current time because 
the consciousness of all humanity currently is is rising and frankly on earth and it's an amazing time and i tell you what we're talking about today if we had talked about it 3 years ago already it would have been received in a different way but now there're probably people out there that maybe they're not there yet to understand with their brain but maybe they take the second or the minute to to connect with their heart and they they hear the truth or they can feel the truth in that and and that is something that is currently developing that a lot more people they can start feeling the truth and part of that is is actually why is that happening because if we're focusing on the messages that we're getting in the outer world currently from news these news those news whatever it's this message and then it's the opposite message and it's for every topic right now you have this message and the opposite message and for people it's it it's it's crazy they can't get through that and they can't understand it and you have tons of arguments for this and tons of arguments for that it's not about arguments anymore it's about you going in your heart and feeling what is the right thing what is the truth and that is some people don't do that or can't do that a lot of people actually are doing that and that's a very exciting time i agree i think it's an incredible time uh for us as the human collective and i think we all chose to be here at this very specific time which is a juncture in human history with great opportunity with very high stakes great opportunity to grow and to evolve as well and i'm also very glad that we're at a time where as you rightfully said 3 years ago it would have been much harder to talk about something like this but now people even people who are not acquainted with these kinds of topics there is an openness to at least sit with it consider it let it sink in and uh, yeah maybe take the journey looking at this greater topic issue that we're talking about which is that we are an infinite source of power that everything we need is within and that consciousness which science still cannot explain that you're basically able to co-create this world so we have the possibility to step out of the victim role the feeling powerless role and step into the role of being conscious co-creators and also stewards of this planet and i think that's a very beautiful thing I love how you phrased it and that's really it and people now consider that and you may not understand out there right now what it really means to be a creator or that you can really create your world and with that co-create the world but it really is possible but if you just allow that thought at some point you'll know more about it and that journey can be fun. Mhm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it can. We might still squeal and scream but we may also giggle and laugh and then just enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Well, and I shouldn't just say that because the that journey can also be a hard and tough. It's easier now I think than it than it used to be because you can transform things and blockages and all that so much quicker nowadays than 10 years ago just because the energy is provided it's the energy is there it's a way higher level of vibration here on earth now than it than it used to be and so it's at least accessible yes on other things i would say of course we have a lot of attempts to actually lower that vibration um not saying that's not happening but it it's yeah it it's a failing attempt anyway so it can be hard if you start 
looking at your own stuff, your own shadows and, and, and all that. And that's part of that journey, frankly, because just be learning how to see energy and all of that, it's, it all sounds great. But in the end of the day, there's some stuff, traumata that, that everyone has uh, in one way or another inside. And we need to face them and, and let them go. And it doesn't need to be very hard, but in, in sometimes we reach a point where we struggle with that. And if we have the broader goal in mind where we want to be, then we can get through that. And then that's you know something where our technology, again, provides a level of boost and help with that just because, I don't know, like I can explain it maybe with becoming depressive when you have certain days where you're like, oh my God, I just, it's all terrible. And I just have such a bad day. So you basically fall from a normal state of here down here and you're just all feel destroyed. Now, if you have such a field at home, you still have all of that because that's totally human also to have great mood and bad mood that's change in energy, but you wouldn't fall all the way down again. It's, it's something where something is there that kind of carries you at least a little bit and provides some energetic support that makes it easier to remember where to go, who you are, and, and these things. Yes, and you mentioning trauma and our shadows. It is. I've been focused on a lot of shadow work and trauma work, in, especially in the last two years. And while it can be very uncomfortable and a dark place to sit in, it gets so light. The only way out is through it. And once you move through it, it is so light and parts of you feel so relieved and joyous that you ever never even knew before how uh, depressed and depleted of this abundance of energy they were. For people who are interested in working with quantum energy, but who may not have the financial means to acquire one of the quantum blocks or some of the other products, how can they get started working with frequency medicine? Yes. So we offer a bunch of different products as well that don't have the breadth and depth of the quantum block and infinity block, but for example, a good all-rounder product is the heel capsule. It's like a brass capsule that you can, you can put in your pocket, but most people wear it um, around the neck. And it contains titanium spheres that are charged with pure quantum energy. And then the capsule itself is also charged, but it contains certain healing frequencies. And then the frequencies, the molecular frequencies of the most important vitamins and minerals and organic plant extracts for the human body. So then that in frequency form is available to you at all times. It also harmonizes EMF. It helps with the heart rate variability. And uh, yeah, it's a, that's a nice all-rounder product. We have tons of other products. I don't want to promote our products here too much now, but you can go look. We have a phenomenal group. It's actually a community on Telegram. It's a private group, so you can't search for it. But I'll send you the link for it so that people that are interested, they can join. And there you hear, we have 4,000 members now in that group. And you can hear literally from other users what they do with that technology or with the different products. And they answer questions and they provide experiences and all that. And so that's a great place. It's a fun community. We have always good vibes there. And 
So it's become almost like a big family, if you will. And we discover a lot every day. So that's a place to go. And then we're not really quite there yet, but we have developed uh, something over the last eight months that's actually a service where you can charge yourself through that service or your car or your pet or your whole home even where you don't need to have one of those blocks, but you can still experience and leverage that energy at all times. It isn't as flexible because you couldn't take it to places and, and all of that, but that will probably launch at some point in May. And it's that's something that's definitely affordable. We're going to make it really affordable for everyone also to try. There's probably going to be a free trial period that we can maybe at some point offer to your audience or something like that. But yeah, those are some of the things and then, by the way, so the also the technology and the products, they pretty much last forever. I don't want to say forever, but at least like the next two, three hundred years for sure. As long as the material lasts, at least the energy will stay in those materials. <laughs> Excellent. And yes, I'd be very interested to share with my audience when you launch that service. I'm sure there's quite a few people who would be very grateful to try it. There's a question I like to ask every single one of my guests, Philip, and that's about the practices that have enhanced their lives spiritually, uh, mentally, and or physically. Is there something you can share with us? Yes. So there's so many different things and I can't get into all of those, but there's a very easy thing that everyone can do. And that is when you go to bed and before you really want to sleep, just be with yourself for just take a minute, just take a minute where you don't have your phone. You just put it away. You're not going to talk to your spouse in that minute or at least two minutes. You just feel your body and, and you just feel it and just be present in that body and maybe notice something, but there's, there should be a goal. You just feel and then the first thing you do in the morning, we tend to wake up and have the first meeting relatively soon, or we're late and need to take a shower and then do this or do that, or we grab the phone. Mm -hmm. Try to have that one minute, one to three minute, where you just lay with yourself. You're not getting up. You're not taking your phone. You feel, and and you feel your breath. And that's all you do. And then and then do that for a week and see how you feel after that and what that does to improve your life. Yes, it's great if you can do a regular meditation or yoga and all that. But these two things are very easy to do. They don't take much time and they're very impactful. That sounds a, like a wonderful practice to be present with oneself. I love it. Thank you, Philip. And for people who would like to learn more about you, reach out. Where can they find you? They can find me in this Telegram group, actually. And you can even click there on my icon. You can either tag me there if you have a question for me or you can send me a private message. So that's the best way to be in touch. Certainly we have our website, leelaq.com, L-E-E-L-A-Q.com. But again, I think the first great step is the Telegram group. Excellent. And I would like to close this conversation with a quote of yours that really resonated with me. And it's, most of us have forgotten who we are. And right now is actually a huge shift for all humanity, where people are waking up to, wow, I have this inner force, this inner power that's within me. And so my personal takeaway 
from learning from you, Philip, about quantum energy and the quantum field is that we are a powerful, self-empowered, complete and whole system that can heal itself. And that's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and energy today, Philip. It was a true pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Also, thank you for you know, sharing such topics with your audience. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Superhumanize. Accelerated evolution.